0: An invitation to brave space by Mickey Scott B. Jones. Together, we will create brave space because there is no such thing as safe space. We exist in the real world. We all carry scars and we all have caused wounds. In this space, we seek to turn down the volume Of the outside world. We amplify voices that fight to be heard elsewhere. We call each other to more truth and more love. We have the right to start somewhere and continue to grow. We have the responsibility to examine what we think we know. We will not be perfect. This space will not be perfect. It will not always be what we wish it to be. But it will be our brave space together. And we will work on it side by side.
1: When the world is sick, can't no one be well? But I dreamt we were all beautiful and strong. So when my mother was 26 years old, her second pregnancy was proving to be much harder than her first. She thought perhaps it was because She had a charming three-year-old at the time. And that was why she was so much more tired this time. But as it turned out, she was diagnosed with cancer, Hodgkin's lymphoma, when she was just a few months pregnant with my little sister. People used to tell her all the time that she was so brave. I couldn't do it, they would say to her. You are so brave. And my mom has some choice words, let's say, when describing her feelings about these comments, words that I will not repeat from the pulpit, (laughs) but they were along the lines of, what else was I going to do? I never considered that I had another option, she says. It's not like I had a choice or that I wanted this to happen to me. Groceries needed to be bought, food needed to be cooked. We had a mortgage and a three-year-old and appointment after appointment. What choice did I have but to keep moving forward? I didn't feel brave. I suppose, she reflects, that I could have crumbled into an emotional mess and never done anything, but it just never crossed my mind. But I didn't feel brave. My family didn't have a choice about what was happening in that time, but in reflecting, my parents did have many choices about how they handled it. So whether my mom was brave or resilient or simply facing what was in front of her, which are all a piece of the truth, I start to wonder how much is being brave a matter of when we feel brave inside and how much is it a quality that we exhibit when we're trembling and worried and we feel backed into the corner, but we still don't give up. People rallied, of course, in that time around my family, bringing us food and rides and doing child care. And my mother skillfully, very skillfully, used that time in her life to refine her excellent and dark sense of humor, which I think I inherited and has sometimes gotten me into trouble. But my sister was born healthy halfway through her, pre- her treatments, and 26 years later, all are well. When the world is sick, Can't no one be well? But I dreamt we were all beautiful and strong. This past weekend, I was at a retreat that used this concept of brave space that we heard in our reading instead of safe space. Safe space being a concept commonly used to try to articulate the ways in which we make a commitment to honor the diversity of identities in a room and how we try to make a safe space for all of those identities. Mickey Scott Bay Jones writes, as we heard in our reading, together we will create brave space because there is no such thing as safe space. We exist in the real world. We all carry scars, and we have all caused wounds. We cannot be safe in this world, this heartbreaking world, with with its earthquakes and its hurricanes, it's car accidents and cancer and addiction. With breakups and police violence and foreclosures, we cannot be safe. But we can be brave. Safety is so often entirely outside of our control, and bravery is a decision that we make to help ourselves face the risk and the heartbreak of living in this world. In thinking about it, I think that bravery feels is doing something that feels personally scary or risky for the sake of a larger commitment that we've made, whether that commitment is to ourselves or to our family or to our value or a cause or the world. Bravery is choosing love and trust over fear. It is choosing to be true to your own self when the world insists that you quiet your own still, small voice. When the world is sick, can't no one be well? But I dreamt we were all beautiful and strong. Writer Glennon Doyle tells the story of her two young daughters going to the mall to get their ears pierced. Her youngest daughter, Ama, hopped right up into the piercer's chair, took a deep breath, and said, OK, I'm ready. Glennon Doyle tells the story. The piercer smiled and laughed, and several onlookers said, look at her, so brave. That little one is so brave. And when her little sister hopped down off the chair, my older daughter hung back, (coughs) eyes wide, arm around my leg. Everyone looked at her expectantly, and the piercer waved her over. But she stood still and in a small voice said, I changed my mind. I'm not ready. Before I could speak, Doyle writes, the well-meaning piercer said, sure you are, sweetie. Be brave. Your little sister just did it. It doesn't hurt at all. Be brave. Doyle said, Tish's grasp on my leg tightened, and I flashed red hot inside. I knelt down to Tish, and I said, wow. That is so brave, honey. Even though all these people are here, and you want, and they want you to do this to your ears, you listen to yourself instead of them. I am so proud of you. Trusting yourself to make decisions about your own body, that is so brave. You're brave, Tish, in your own way, just like Ama is brave in her way. Let's go. You'll know when you're ready. I trust you to know. If bravery is doing something that is personally scary or risky, like the possibility of disappointing the adults around you who expect you to get your ears pierced that day for the sake of a larger commitment that you've made, like being true to your own inner voice, then the little girl who decides that she is not ready is indeed so brave. Organizer Caitlin Breedlove reminds us that courage breeds courage, and cowardice breeds cowardice. Seeing other people be brave in ordinary and extraordinary ways can help us to create brave spaces where we support and celebrate people being brave and allow that to inspire and encourage and support us in our own acts of bravery. Join me. When the world is sick, can't no one be well? But I dreamt we were all beautiful and strong. In 1958, Jamila Jones, who was 14 14 years old and black, went to the Highlander Folk School in Tennessee to participate in a nonviolent activist training with other young people. On her very first night there, police and townspeople raided the building, cutting off all of the lights to the building, so that the young people who were there were plunged into complete darkness. People were separated throughout the building wherever they had been when the lights had been turned out, and that's where they stayed. And Jamila Jones says that as the police came in, all she could see were their silhouettes of their billy clubs and their guns, And somebody started singing the then popular civil rights song, we shall overcome. And in that moment, a new verse was born. As somebody started singing, we are not afraid. Everyone joined in throughout the building. They couldn't see each other, but they could hear each other. And of course, they were afraid, right? They were teenagers who were far from home in a new place. Their their training had just been raided by police. Jamila said she didn't know where her sister was, but she could hear her voice. Even in the darkness, she said, our voices blended that night to the point of complete harmony and beauty. And I have to think that by singing out loud, we are not afraid. It allowed courage to breed courage in that moment, and allowed that moment to be just a little less disconnected, just a little less scary. One of the policemen came over to Jamila Jones, clearly unnerved, and said to her in a shaky voice, if you have to sing, do you have to sing so loud? (laughs) Courage breeds courage, my friends. When the world is sick, can't no one be well? But I dreamt we were all beautiful and strong. Earlier this month, when President Trump announced the end to the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals Bill, known as DACA, an organization that I particularly admire called Kosecha immediately called on DACA youth to organize. COSECHA is a new national movement fighting for permanent protection, dignity, and respect for all 11 million undocumented immigrants in the United States. Who here has heard of them? They're doing amazing work. I would encourage you to check them out. That Tuesday in early September, When the DACA repeal was announced, I turned on my Facebook live stream in my office, which is where I clearly get most of my news these days, and I felt chills running through my body as nine undocumented young people, young people who, in the face of this political decision, face enormous risks just in going to work, let alone getting arrested. I watched as they used their bodies to block the entrances to Trump Tower in New York City, in a civil disobedience action in response to the announcement that they would soon be losing the protections that DACA had given them. Their motto is Sin DACA, Sin Miedo, which means, without DACA, without fear. And they continue to organize with that in mind. Sin DACA, Sin Miedo, an earlier generation of young people fought to win DACA seven years ago. And they proclaimed that they were undocumented and unafraid. But I can only imagine in those moments when they were being approached by officers or waiting in courts after their civil disobedience, knowing that their status is is only dependent on their legal felonies or not having legal felonies, or wondering late at night what might happen if they were deported to a land and country that they had left as children or maybe didn't speak the language. I'm sure they felt fear. I'm sure that they worried and felt anxiety about all of it. But when they said that they were unafraid, I believe what they mean is they won't let fear stop them from doing what needs to be done, that there is a call inside of them that is stronger than their fear, and that there is a commitment to a larger value, a reminder that an asp- and an aspiration not to let the politics of fear separate them from their commitments. Sin daka sin miedel. When the world is sick, can't no one be well? But I dreamt we were all beautiful and strong. Sometimes saying that we are unafraid is indeed aspirational. It's a way to help ourselves to muster the strength we need to face hard things. For instance, this week, I did a really brave thing. And I mean really brave. And I told myself while I did it that I wasn't afraid, even though I was totally freaking out inside. Because, my friends, I removed a giant, and I mean giant, like this big silverfish from the church sink. (laughs) You're welcome. Give me a spider any day over one of those things. I'm really not a squeamish person, but those ones. It was this big. It was this big. So I took a deep breath as I got a cup out of the cabinet, and I said, ew, 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 ew. And I trapped it in the cup, and I reminded myself while I was doing it of my larger commitment to my community (laughs) and my commitment to pitching in and to not leaving gross things in the kitchen for other people to deal with. And all of those commitments helped me to move through my fear. Because bravery comes in all sizes, am I right? Sometimes it's this big. And we practice being brave in everyday moments because it's a spiritual muscle that gets stronger the more we use it. I'm going to give you a few moments to close your eyes and think about a time when you have been brave when you exercised that bravery muscle, big or small, whether it was facing down a police line or facing down a silverfish, a time when you did something that felt scary or risky for the sake of a larger commitment that you've made. And now think about what made it possible for you to feel brave. What were the conditions that allowed you to choose compassion over fear? Would you share those aloud with me? Friends. Friends. Commitment. Commitment. Training. trust, other people doing the same, same. faith, church, Church. perseverance, Perseverance. resilience, Resilience. Love. love, brave, When the world is sick, can no one be well? But I dreamt we were all beautiful and strong. Friends, it is my hope that together we can create brave space. It is my hope that we can be for one another that community of faith and possibility where courage breeds courage where we hold ourselves to our larger values and our commitments, even when what is right in front of us scares us. May we remember that being brave is a decision, it's not something that magically happens, and may we decide every day that compassion is more important than fear. Because my beloved community, we live in a world that is sick right now, we do. But I also dream that together, we can be beautiful and strong, and that we are more beautiful and more stronger together. May it be so, and amen.